Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Why are they called free agents when they're so damn expensive? It's the Hoops and Hefeweizens podcast. How's it going, everybody? I'm your host, Don Denham. You can find me on Twitter at Don underscore Denham. Took a couple of weeks off. I'm greatly appreciative of my two co-hosts who I, I am with today. We've got Ruben, also known as at Reddit Mavericks, as well as Squish, which you can find him at Squish41. Guys, how's it going? going pretty good man uh you know we're a week uh into the off season right so, you know it's whatever <laughs> like so, so that's why i feel off it's not because mercury's and gatorade or some bullshit no, not doing that okay. no <laughs> okay mercury's and gatorade yeah that's i figured you know trying to shoot for the stars literally i don't drink it anymore oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah if, Mer- if mercury's in powerade or uh or worse if mercury's in flavorade that's how you know oh, <laughs> Yeah, Mercury Turns was out- definitely in surge. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, yes. Well, well, it's good that we've already mentioned the occult because I think we might need their help uh, as far as us correcting uh, what is ultimately uh, a precarious off season for the Mavericks. Uh, we we find ourselves basically in the same spot as we were last year, um, <laughs> but without the injury uh, explanation of why Kristaps wasn't producing um so uh, where where do we go from here guys i guess that's the, that's probably the question that i think we should discuss since it's our first like real like not just strictly reactionary podcast and it's been a while since we, it's mm. been like two weeks <laughs> it's been a while yeah uh man i don't know man i think we do need to, to pray to the basketball gods absolutely that, uh, that, mm-hmm. uh, that we can we can offset we can uh off some of these uh these contracts uh, yeah, we're just—it's the literally, literally, literally the same right. roster mm-hmm. as last season, minus mm-hmm. one Seth Curry. Like yeah. it's depressing. <laughs> yeah. Um, depressed Curry. Anyways, that's the only thing I can think of at the time. Um, so what I'm thinking, you know, like in Skyrim, when you have to enchant like a weapon, you have to like destroy something that had that previous power. Could we do that with Josh Richardson? Would we get anything of value back where he just, you know, break him down into his core elements and just kind of use some of his uh, his ability and, and and enchant another weapon, maybe? Like, because I don't know if we can get into, him to trade him. Break so, him down into Josh. So, so before and we... Richardson, just just break him down to Josh, Josh Richard. Richard. Josh. Josh Richard. So before we move on, uh, before we keep going. Uh, this is actually a question asked by Chris. Uh, he said, uh, oh, okay, 
It seems that Josh, the Jerry Rich move was a bust. I think after a year, we can kind of you know qualify that and be like, yes, it's yep. it's a bust. Um, mm-hmm. Where do we go next? Also, seems seems we need to rebuild the front line in general. So, yeah, like, what do we do? <laughs> I, I think ultimately, I, I think the as much as we want to get a star player, as much as we want to get a, a starter, um, you know, some a, a main rotation guy. I, I think the more likely route for the Mavericks is going to be somebody that like either a good defensive rebounding center that p- takes minutes away from Boban. Cause as much as I'd love that goofy bastard, like that, like he uh, shouldn't be, yeah, no. yeah, he shouldn't be playing more than, you know, 10, 15 minutes a game um, or a, just a solid, just shot creator, a guy that can create his own shot. That is not Luca and can run with the second unit. Like someone that's just going to be irrational confidence guy, um, and I have a couple of ideas, and we'll, we'll further discuss those later. But um, I think that's going to be—I think the Josh Richardson, Trey Burke minutes can be upgraded this offseason reasonably. I don't think like the THJ Dorian Vinny Smith minutes can necessarily be upgraded. Like, who are we getting that are better than those players? That's going to make a significant uh, change. I don't know if that's in the cards this offseason unless there's like an insane trade, which I also have some trade ideas, um, which, like I said, like I don't know if the starting lineup looks the same, but I feel like I, I'm almost in the camp of let's see if Chris Tops gets a full offseason, a full time to actually develop with our coaches and like just pray he gets better next year because I feel like that might be the best option for us. Yeah. Man, I don't know. It's it's gonna be a off season's gonna be weird, man. Uh, yeah. Well, and there's so many scenarios that are have yet to play out. It's interesting. Like assuming a lot of guys are on the team next year, so right? What, what happens? There is a weird scenario where the maps fuck around and Timmy walks. You know what I yeah. mean? Like we've yeah. done that before. We're like, hey, could you just hang on a second? We're gonna look at all these other guys and then we'll talk. And it's then like, you no, know, like no, I'm not gonna do that. Bro. When Tyson Chandler bailed. I think yeah. that was an offseason where that happened, and I, a few other guys, if I'm not mistaken. But uh, and then uh, the... well, of lesser consequence, but yeah, like OJ right. was one that walked. Uh, Monte Ellis was one that walked. Um, like you know, not as big of a deal as I think. I think THJ. I would like to see him in a Mavs uniform going forward. And I don't. I don't think he. You know, thankfully, I don't think he's getting max money, but he's definitely he's going to get paid. And you know, he's probably going to be in the. I don't know, probably fifteen, twenty. 20 year. I mean, like I look at this, there's so many players that have bad contracts that do not produce well. And were offered, like, there is no reason Gordon Hayward should have gotten the contract that he did from Charlotte, but he got it. Was it was awesome when that happened. I remember being right, on vacation, I, watching that I, and being like, Holy I, shit. I, yeah. I still double take when I look at that kind of like they, they did what, what, <laughs> why did they do that? They know he was like injured those, the entire like three seasons. And like, was a shell of himself. He played okay, but like for like the first half really of the season until he got hurt. hurt. Exactly, yeah. and it's just like just the story of his career the last like five seasons. What I'm getting at is like so at least Gordon Hayward like had like an all star you know on his res- resume. Like Timmy doesn't have that, but he's also remarkably productive. And I think like any guy that can just light it up from three the way he has, which I would argue is because of the looks Luca gets him, but and and why I want him to stay ultimately. But I think really his, uh, you know, his value. I mean, he's 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 gonna get overpaid. 
because if it if a broken ass Gordon Hayward gets the contract he does, DHJ is going to get a big contract as well, unless he does like this heroic hometown discount, which I just don't think that that Dude. just doesn't make sense for him. And to be honest, I don't want that for him because I want him to be properly compensated. Yeah, for what he does, because yeah, totally. Because I think it's important. I also think that there were times where I think his energy and his just I mean. I, I, to be honest, my, his shooting isn't my favorite thing about him. I love his drives. I love just the aggression that he shows. And he's still, you know, pretty young. I want to say he's like, what, 27, something like that. Like, he's, I don't even know if he's that old. Like, I think he makes sense to be a, you know, a rotation guy with Luca. And I think they get along great. And it's, I would like to run that back. Um, that's, you know, but I agree with you, Squish. Like, I think that there's a too <laughs> I am getting a little bit of PTSD from previous off seasons where it's just like this <laughs> fuck around and find out and oops, our starter's gone. Yeah. Uh, Timmy is going to be 30 in March. I just oh, looked because I was curious. Yeah. Okay. So Still. it's his last big payday. He's going to sure. want that. Eh, I don't know. I, I want him to get paid. I just don't know how much I want the Mavs to pay him. I want them to pay him. I right. Just, you know what I mean? I hope it's yeah. not a Gordon Hayward kind of thing. Right. Forty opinion, million a year, bro. Like... I may get shit for this. I don't know, but I think his playoff performances the last two years mm-hmm. have hurt his contract a bit. That's mm-hmm. just me because he was not great in the bubble. He was not great against the Clippers after Game Two. Uh, right. So I keep that stuff in mind. Right. Think about you know how much we're gonna pay the guy but he what? still deserves a lot of money so it's a tricky scenario like oh do we risk him walking or do we just fucking spend the money what what i am hoping for is you know i, I think some sign and trade capabilities with him would be ultimately beneficial because i think there's some people that are looking for a you know a good rotation starting guard like you know that are looking for offensive production and if we can get even if we could get draft picks out of it, I think that would help us out a whole lot. Cause we're, we're not going to have what draft picks until like 2025, I think like due to all the Luca Kristaps uh, trades, I don't think we're still, we're not even done with those anytime soon. So like even getting draft capital in compensation for a sign and trade. And I feel like, you know, or in any, you know, player that's like a warm body, that's not going to just, that isn't just a veteran minimum to- sort of player. Um, I'd be happy with, uh, but I mean, hopefully, you know, Nelson finds a way of working some of that GM magic where it's just like, Oh, like, or kind of like how Jimmy Butler ended up signing up with the heat. Like that was a weird scenario. No one really saw like coming, you know, it was like, that's what sent Josh Richardson to Philly as like this kind of weird sign and trade sort of deal. Um, so I hope a scenario like that comes up for the Mavericks. Cause I really think that's going to be one of the only ways that we can, uh, shake up the roster in a significant way that can that can produce like immediate results um or at the very least like stockpile for the future hopefully um i'd rather it be more win now (laughs) like for the sake of just staying competitive with luca because like already the talking heads are mentioning like is luca going to do the you know the super big uh you know extension the rookie extension guy and like I don't like that talk happening already. <laughs> like, he's, already said, he's already said oh, he's going to sign he's that. He's going to sign that. Yeah, yeah. He said so. It's so. way more money he's than, than yeah. he's going to get anywhere else. And it's right. just not, it's not, 
a, a legitimate concern unless we're still in this boat five years from now. So right. that chatter, please stop. Yeah. Please stop being so ridiculous. I know, but I it's yeah. it's just it's the Mav it's the Mavericks fan in me. Like I'm not used to good off seasons happening. That Last was part of it. Well, it wasn't a just a I wasn't coming at you, Don. I know. I know. You're not you're not like oh on Twitter, but there's a lot sure. of Luca's gonna leave. Oh god. Just, yeah, guys. He's gonna join Steph Curry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Year three. He likes living here. Yeah. He's got the key. I mean, he'd have the keys to any franchise if yeah, we're being honest. But, uh, but he like, has the keys. To, yeah, he has our keys, like right now. So, yeah, he know. has the keys to my house. He just doesn't even know it. Like, yeah, he's just, like, yeah. If he wants to come over, take over my yeah. house, bro. Like, yeah. That's what it is. I, I would trust. I would trust Luke at a house sit. I think oh, that's absolutely, dude. Yeah, I think my dogs know his dogs can get along. I think hopefully. I don't know. I know he wouldn't mess anything up at my house because he'd just sit there playing Fortnite the whole time. <laughs> I feel like that would be the easiest house guest to entertain. It's just like, you know, kind of how like if you like put Mickey Mouse on for a toddler and they just like stay captivated and glued to the TV for like an hour. Like that's, that's I Luca. I do Luca. Just... <laughs> where, where is console? Great. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. But, I mean, man, like this offseason can be weird. It's like it's weird, too, because like everything is obviously shifted a few months, you know, mm-hmm. like. The finals like normally are over around this time, you know, and mm-hmm. then and now it's like the finals won't be over until what like end of Ju- end of July, and then we go into I guess like you can start talking for agents like a week or two after, and then like this is like this is the last like weird off season we're gonna have I think, and then obviously next year it's supposed to go back into you know regular you know NBA season, but until, until COVID twenty shows up, right? Fuck, don't even say that. <laughs> please don't say that but uh, but uh, i don't know man like i mean i twitter's weird and twitter is obviously like a vacuum and mm-hmm. it's really hard to escape that vacuum you mm-hmm. know like just like you you have you can like i've seen like some of those like fan sites like nba central whatever the fuck like twitter accounts like being like oh like we were, you know, a lot of his ex were worried that we were going to be running for Giannis. And it's like, who the fuck gives a shit, dude? Like, mm-hmm. it didn't. I am the Supermax of Milwaukee. Like, it didn't happen, bro. Of course, he's, of course he's going to sign the fucking Super Uber Max, bro. Like, he's, like, you know, like, why would you not, like, not take I don't one? know. I don't know. I bro. mean, I, I think really LeBron's been the main cog of why all of this. Like, for him to go to L.A. is probably, like, one of the weirdest. Like, one... Like, obviously, like, the decision to go into Miami, but then going back to Cleveland and him being like, I'm going to retire here, you know, whatever. Like, this, all this talk, and then just, like, basically three years afterwards, like, friend, he got a chip, like, everyone's happy. Like, he did not get the Kevin Durant treatment of when he left to the other team, you know. Um, And I think most of the players, I, I don't know, I think that right now the basketball fan is a more sophisticated fan than it has been before. Uh because players move around so much and because of just like the access people have to players like people really like certain players for like like I, the, some of the main reasons i love jalen brown so much is a, primarily most of his off-court stuff and just ha- like hearing him as a person i want to see that guy do well i don't care if it's boston or not you know what i mean like i'm not a boston celtics fan obviously but like and I, I feel like the three of us are kind of an old guard of fan now where we're just 
really stoked about our team and we want to see our team do well and we're loyal to like if Luca were to leave for I don't know the Knicks or something none of us are putting on Knicks jerseys with 77 on it you know what I mean like that's no. that's <laughs> not, that's not how we're built that's not how, like but like the you know zoomer NBA fan I think is a little bit different um so we'll see i mean like that this is kind of a tired conversation amongst like you know like the player empowerment era but uh i still think there's a lot of different ways the Mavericks can in, improve uh before we get further into that should we do some ad reads uh we only have one this week which is nice but... great uh, I'll, I'll let you take that away considering i don't have it in front of me <laughs> can't read I can't yeah read. I, I these two weeks were so bad i forgot how to read <laughs> Uh, Getting onto this Discord was very difficult for me. These <laughs> pictures and symbols, and somehow I figured it out. All right, let's see. everybody, we are recording on Discord this week, so yes. Um, yeah. All right, let's see. Uh, da, 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 okay. Um. Oh my god, I'm gonna edit this out because you see what time? Oh, whatever. Farts, uh, farts, farts, yeah, yeah, yeah. farts, farts, farts. All right, let's see. Uh, so this week's ad read is brought to you by a locker room. Um, it's a live audio-only sports talk platform. Uh, you know, it's free. Uh, you can download it on the Apple Store and the, the App Store and to the Android App Store, which is nice. Um, start and join. Yeah, start and join ongoing conversations. You can watch games together, react to the biggest news. You know, rumors and games. I've done this before with Josh Everly, actually. You know, I've, I've hopped on his his little you know his locker rooms and like kind of like watched along the games. Pretty nice. Um, depending on the announcer, you know. Um, Let's see, uh, you can join a conversation with me and have a chance to be featured, you know, on the podcast even, even though we haven't really been doing that. <laughs> um, so again, all you need to do is download the Locker Room app. Um, it's free. Uh, you create a profile, leak your Twitter, and join. Uh, we have a couple groups. There's like the MFL group. There's the Reddit Maps Twitter group. There's uh, a bunch of different groups. Um, you can follow me at Reddit Mavericks uh, to be seen whenever, I, whenever my room goes live. Uh, we don't do any live uh, locker rooms yet. Uh, I think, you know, that's actually a question we have for the podcast later, but uh, um, we'll see. You know, it's off season. There's nothing really going on really until, what, August? So, I mean, we'll we'll figure it out. But uh, that was it. Um, so, anyway, uh, is there any other topics you want to discuss, guys? Anything else that you want to go to questions? Because I think the questions really dictate a lot of the topics we're going to cover anyway. So That sounds great. Let's feature some questions from our awesome guys. My three things I think about for the Mavericks before we move on okay. is just sure. we need a legitimate center on the roster. And you were talking about taking minutes away from Boban. We need someone that's going to take minutes away from a lot of guys, unfortunately. Yeah. <laughs> and two, will KP be a Maverick next season? Is something I'm keeping track Because I, as a fan, like 70% of me wants him to have a great off season and come back better than ever and that's kind of what i hope and then there's 30 percent of me that's like i don't think he's happy here will he get moved we'll see what happens and then third uh, we have to do something splashy to get a fringe kind of star player here to put with luca because we can't like so if kp stays we don't know what we're getting so we need another guy like that's just those are the three things i'm that are yeah. keeping me up at night for the map. So I, uh, we just we need people that are more reliable that are not Luca, that are not KP. So that's a center, and I think another shot creator, scorer type dude that you know 
we we just can't i can't watch guys that take two dribbles and get stripped in a playoff series again mm-hmm. when luca doesn't have the ball yeah. and that's pretty much everyone else on the team um and just the horrible realization that brunson's basically just a six foot one shooting, shooting guard. guard yeah i mean so that's what he is man so, at least to me anyway so far in his career so <laughs> to follow up on your kp thought though is that i i agree with you on that 70 percent where it's like the best case scenario for us is that he just gets better and he produces like the best pay, paid player on a team. Um, the worst case scenario, I mean, if we were to trade him now, we'd be selling him pretty much at his lowest value. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, yeah. Since, since the Knicks trade. Yeah. And by the way, anyone that is like anybody is just, that is trying to like clown the Mavericks for that Knicks trade. It's still good. There's still oh, not a single player in that yeah. trade that is like, if anything, it's been the Tim Hardaway <laughs> trade now. Uh, shout out to Tim Beamer, who has coined that phrase. Um, like, we've gotten solid production out of this, this guy. We have absolutely won that trade. You know, draft picks be damned. Um, the frequency of which Knicks fans move the goalposts on what applies to that trade is honestly astounding because they're still weirdos. And I don't even give them the time of day. I'm like, you're not getting clicks off of me because it's people that don't get any engagement unless they're trying to you know get in the dirt with some Mavs fans or something because we'll troll them and like this is the most active their profile has been in years let's just like <laughs> shit like that where they're like digging up old tweets like hey her, 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 like just that type of shit and i saw a few people getting trolled for kp trade takes but i think they're trying to lump julius randall in as a part of that scenario which yeah they had cap spaces on it but he's not a part of the trade <laughs> shut up yeah i, I... I Every piece you yeah. got from that trade hasn't panned out. So I, I definitely love here, like seeing like the the graphic that they made. Someone made on like a while back, you know, just like how like all of this ended up like towards like Julius Randle and like how their team is doing this year. And I mean, both our teams are on the couch now, bro. Like you know, like we're both on the Galaxy couch. Brain yeah, it's great dude. scenario I, in which they won the campaign trade. It. It's I, like, but I love it though, bro. Like. You gotta give That's him something. Hilarious. Like obviously, like getting the first, you know, getting the, you know, getting a, getting into the playoffs as a top four seed, only to lose in the, you know, only to lose, uh, you know, at home. Uh, it's great. Whatever. <laughs> like I don't care. <laughs> but I can't give Knicks fans anything. You don't see our fans sending death threats to Paul George or no, something. No. <laughs> They're fucking crazy no. over there. And if you do, please fucking block me for doing that. So, I don't want to see. At that. least our fans didn't spit on Paul George or whoever God. was fighting us up that night, oh, or evening the series at one game and being like, "We want Brooklyn." That was that was a great. Was I love insane. I love that video, dude. Because like, holy shit, guys! It's like, hold on, hold on. In a playoff game, it's over for oh. the league. Oh man! One playoff win, it's over for the whole league. It's like I, come nets. It's like I, it's like I do that as like a as a as a character, but I would never yeah. actually go out like out front side of the AAC and be like, "Oh my god, bro, we're about to." You know? We want Phoenix, right? Like, no, like, I don't. <laughs> but we're coming, Utah. <laughs> oh man. Oh. Well, we kind of thought we were. Yeah, we didn't yeah, act right. like that. No, but... we didn't. No, even when yeah, no, no. <laughs> oh, that was great. Okay, anyway. All right, let's get to our questions. Um, Wyatt Nunn asks, uh, if you could add any player to this current team, regardless on of if they're actually attainable or not, who would you pick and why? Evan Durant, uh, because he's God. Seven, seven, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Slim Reaper returns. 
Uh, I would love Carpenter. <laughs> Literally a video game. <laughs> Returns to Texas. That'd be great. Um, I would. I mean, Kawhi. I, I, hands down, Kawhi yeah, for there's, me. There's I, I, so that would be. He solves basically so many issues that we currently have, and still like, and would complement Luca, I think, really well. And or actually, you know, healthy Clay Thompson. I think that might be that Ooh. might be better as far as just a a guy that's you know amazing off screens. You know, doesn't doesn't need the ball to be productive as well as a damn good defender. Like the ultimate two guard like i think yeah I'd, I'd be pretty damn happy with that really so it says attainable or not which lends itself to fictional scenarios i'll oh, go no. ahead and fire up the time machine give me a 22 year old dirk Nowitzki. you're welcome all right yes yes let him shoot that ball bro <laughs> like uh... no one picks jordan <laughs> <laughs> no one <laughs> we're realistic here <laughs> let's see um i would go no, dude i'd go with Jokic. Um, really? Uh, you know, it's, it's like, you know, he's a, you know, he can pass the ball. Um, pretty good shot. Uh, the only thing though that I would add on is that I would kill to have the Bovon, Luca, and Nikola Jokic like content on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I will I, say that, that the pairing of Jokic and Luca would break so many <laughs> fucking nerd stat records it would. just offensively. And I, and I <laughs> the vibra is just absolutely going insane with the thought of this. It'd be a fucking vibe moose. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the vibrat has now turned into a vibe. Was it ratatat? Is that the thing Rad- that turned? Yeah, yeah. Radicate, 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 radicate. The vibe radicate. <laughs> it's evolved. Oh man, no, because I was watching some uh, some YouTube video from this YouTuber about uh, a what if like uh, obviously it's two K and like what if like. Luca and Jokic are on the same team together and they won like fucking 10 championships. And I was like, yes, this is what I want. <laughs> like, wonderful. <laughs> that's all I want, man. It's great. <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, next question comes from Jennifer. And this is pretty timely because um, today, 10 years ago, um, guys were coming back from uh, winning, winning a world championship. Um, mm-hmm. Coming back and, uh, Obviously, some guys like Derek and everybody, you know, went off to do their own thing. Um, Deshaun Stevenson went out and uh, went on the fucking uh, greatest bender of all time. <laughs> <laughs> or worse, no matter how you look at it. Um, but uh, Jennifer, yes. Jennifer asked, uh, how did you act when the Mavericks won the championship? Which is very timely. <laughs> um, um, which, by the way, I will continually, like, hype up that championship because... Luca, I think, could win a couple here, and I'd still would love. I think the, the dark one the most. So, um, just because I think of like what he had to go through to get there and all that stuff. Um, uh, so, how did I act, dude? Uh, so, I was at a undisclosed bar in Denton, Texas, uh, under twenty one. <laughs> I snuck in. Don't ask. <laughs> so you're a criminal. <laughs> <laughs> I snuck in. Don't ask. Um, we won. Uh, the drinks were flowing. Uh, very cheap drinks were flowing. Um, I do not remember anything past like 1 a.m. that that night. So I was with friends, obviously. Uh, Were you with the Sean Stevenson? I wish I was. I wish I had known. If I had known what he was doing, I'd be like, yes, let me find this guy. Hunt him down. And go drink with him. (laughs) No, I would have died. No, because that's a a very big man. (laughs) Um, uh, No, I would, uh, yeah, I was very drunk and I don't remember past 1 o'clock that night. And I woke up the next morning just like, Holy fuck, we won a championship. So, 
uh, if I recall correctly, Squish and I had a phone call um, basically after the game six. At, like, called each other. Yeah. yeah, I think we we talked to each other at one point, like and, and, like just kind of like both of us teary eyed, like we did it. Like, uh, but for me, I was on a. Uh, I was on a, a like a kind of a spiritual sabbatical. I kind of did like a little East Coast tour, just kind of just exploring parts of the country I haven't, I haven't been to before. And so I was it was the last day of Bonnaroo that I was at. Holy shit. So I was like sun exhausted and just Donneroo. like just at, yeah, Donnaroo. Um, it was uh, a whole lot of fun. Like just I was just a gross person because there's no showers there or whatever. But like we so I listened to the end of game six in the back of my buddy, my buddy Matt's car. Um, on XM radio, we were listening to the Mavericks beat the heat and uh, game six. So, you know, it, it followed by me calling, you know, my dad, my sister, all this stuff. And like uh, my dad was even he was on some radio show. I forgot why he was called or he called it or something. Uh, and they said, uh, uh, oh, God, uh, why? He said what he made some really dumb now i'm trying to like remember it off the top of my head where it's uh why did lebron uh why does lebron phone only vibrate because he doesn't have any rings on it um something along those lines anyways that's not really important but i was uh coming down from what was the like just an absolutely exhausting weekend of live music and euphor mavs euphoria love it yeah i was at a family friend's house just yelling at the tv it was great <laughs> distinctly remember uh a family friend of ours that was there older guy because it was like it's a family friend's house i kind of grew up around like they lived in the same town five minutes away so i'd go over there after school a lot but we've always like i'd go to a lot of mavs games with them growing up blah 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 but we're all watching the game <laughs> it's like like 40 seconds left the game's in hand and this dude is just like oh, i just wish i could be there so i could run over to to, to him and be like, hey, Dwayne Wade, you're a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I just oh, remember that gosh. specifically in the waning second. <laughs> <laughs> it's that's loudly awesome. someone going, hey, Dwayne Wade, you're a bitch. That's awesome. <laughs> just God, so good. That's so funny. <laughs> the same routine, just called a bunch of people to freak out. It was great. Yeah, man. That was such a good night. God damn it. I can't wait, to have to, I can't wait for it to happen again. Uh, though I will be like, I will probably not be at a bar and in my own house taking care of my son. <laughs> Next one happens, I will not be being that. responsibly drunk in your own house. Yeah, but responsibly drunk. Yeah, yeah. Having my kid bring me another beer. <laughs> Let's see. Um, James... Yeah, you get like your little wait staff. They don't even know. Yeah, it. exactly, dude. It's called a. a it's called. I think they call them beer bitches, I think, in South Texas or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> Which is terrible. It's a terrible term, but I've heard, like, I've definitely heard, like, friends from South Texas call, like, they're, like, little brothers or whatever. I guess it's beer. better than child servant. Exactly. Not, 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 not that much better. Let's see. <laughs> Next question comes from James. Um, if you could pick one player from the 2011 Mavs to play with us next year, who would it be? Can't be Dirk. Uh I mean, yeah, I mean that Tyson Chandler makes the most sense, but yeah. I actually, I think Deshaun, I would love that. I would love Ooh. just to have something like just locked down, crazy, aggressive. I, I love it. Yeah, actually, Corey cool. Brewer was actually another guy that I was thinking of too. Like, I know that, that like he was just oh. like this awesome effort guy. Like he's a guy like, you know, he, someone you didn't anticipate a whole lot of good productive minutes out of, but he just didn't make a mistake when he was here. Like he was only there for like, 
wasn't he only here for like half a season? Like I don't know if he was, was like, like a, too, maybe, dude. Like, yeah, like exactly. But I loved every minute that he played. I'm like, God, he's just doing everything right. He's hitting open shots. He's getting to the right places. Like, yeah. Shout out Corey Brewer. It sucks that you were a rocket once. It does suck that he was a rocket once. Uh, let's see. I think Squish. You said uh, Tyson Chandler. Oh yeah. No. Or John Marion. Yeah. Yeah, I think my two would have been Tyson Chandler, Sean Marion, bro. Like those are two that I was like. Yes, I'd like those two guys on there. Just for the modern NBA, like so I mean, the, map, the map center need or Sean Marion for the I can guard everybody. <laughs> okay, so I don't know. I mean, I think we're kind of missing out on you know Brian Cardinal. I mean, you know, knockdown shooter, like cleans up well. You know, just falls down when he we falls really down. need someone to fill that Nicola Melli role. You know. <laughs> <laughs> Really upgrade our Nicola Melli. Yeah. So I apologize, uh, uh, Don. You're right. Uh, um, Corey Brewer only played 13 games here for half a season. That's right. So, yeah, but when he was here, it was yeah badass. He, he tried. He tried very hard, um, which I like. Um, let's see. Um, next question comes from uh, Lumiere. Uh, they ask, um, "Saw this today. Do you rinse rice before cooking it?" <laughs> yes, you do rinse rice before you cooking it. There you go. Yeah, you you should. Yeah. Yeah, you, you really should. Like no matter like what you're making, you should rinse that rice. <laughs> please. If you don't do that, please start doing that. <laughs> um let's see. Uh oh damn. Okay, let's see. Uh next question comes from uh Let's Talk NBA. Um which wing defender should the Mavs target in free agency? Clearly there is a need for one to counter the LeBrons and Kawhis of the world. Well, well my friend, I think it, we tried yes. this. Like <laughs> I don't know. I also think like this idea of just like get a wing defender so we can stop the best player. No one's stopping anyone's best player anymore. Like maybe getting them like it's just like can you get them to perform at just like ten percent less than their best game? But like I don't think there's LeBron and Kawhi stoppers out yeah, there. You know what I mean? That's scheme based. So having a guy that doesn't get cooked is helpful. A guy that can create a little bit, you know. That's that's what I look at. That being said, um, I think if we're gonna go bargain bin, like like wing defender, one of my favorite guys, and I would love to see him in a Mavericks jersey, is David Nwaba. I've mentioned him before. He's just a great perimeter defender. He's always like middle of the like middle of the pack with steals. He never he never uh, gets to any of the top defensive accolades because he doesn't play enough minutes. But like just pure effort guy, great athleticism, good length. He's a six five guard. Like he's you know, does the things that Josh Richardson was supposed to do. Um, just not a great shooter, but that's okay. And the dog I'm sitting also dog. agrees. <laughs> so I'm so. actually, I'm looking at a, uh, I'm looking at uh, a spot rack right now. Uh, I'm looking to see who's going to be unrestricted free agent next year. Cause I didn't want to look at restricted free agency. Um, Otto Porter Jr., Kelly Oubre Jr., Trevor Reza, Doug McDermott. I'm not really much of a defender. I feel like uh, Reggie Bullock might be interesting. Yeah, are are any of those not turn styles on the defense? Uh, like, Mo Harkless, are, I don't know, bro. <laughs> yeah, Mo Harkless, maybe like that. That's someone that I know has has made a defensive play before. Maybe Solomon um, Hill. Like, you know. Yeah, Sol- <laughs> Solomon Hill always just looks like a guy that should be yelling at you from like a like a. Uh, Oh god, like a picnic table or something. Like, I don't know. He always seems. He seems like someone that would just like hang outside of his front yard in a lawn chair and just yell at you if, if you got on the sidewalk that's in front of his. Like, <laughs> uh, there's also uh, uh, Georges Niang, um, Ronnie Hall Jefferson. 
I don't know, man. I don't feel like there's a Thomas lot of Thomas Jefferson's like... good. I well, or at least, it, well, it, it it probably passed his prime of like really good productive minutes, but um, he he's definitely, uh, I mean, he's definitely a guy that, that's made stops before. I don't know. It's another thing too. Like, I mean, I he's playing with the, he's playing on a different team now, wasn't he? He was playing on the Nets for a while. He's still on the Nets. Who the. Uh, Hollis Jefferson. I have no idea who the fuck he's playing with now, actually. I feel yeah. like he's one of the guys that moves a lot. He's that who he played for type of player. Yeah. He was on the Nets forever, and I've always liked this game. And he's on the I Blazers. Always, Blazers. I was on the, he's on the Blazers. Now. Yeah, I think I think uh, Covington was taking a lot of his minutes. So they kind of do similar things. And if you're looking at power forward, let's see, power forwards, because I'm thinking forwards in general. Uh, hey, our old friend James Johnson will be a – Unrestricted free agent. Uh, um, let's see, PJ Tucker, even though he's 36. Uh, PJ Fucker, baby. <laughs> uh, dude, I just don't see anybody that would be like, yes, this is immediately a guy that I'd want to get. Um, uh, does Gary oh, Trent fucking, fucking Kem Birch. I'll fuck with him, dude. Who? Kem Birch. I like that I... kid, but I don't know if he's... Who he play for? <laughs> let's see, Kem Birch plays for... Drum roll, please. Uh, the Raptors. Got it. Okay. <laughs> I don't yeah, know, man. That, that, explains why, that explains why I haven't seen his game because I have. <laughs> I don't know, man. I just think like again, this isn't really the strongest like you know free agency class. Like, there's a couple guys that I think can hit shots and stuff, but when it comes uh-huh. to, like actual defense, like I don't really see anybody that's like. Uh... There, yeah, there's there's no there's no like possession stopper guys. Uh, yeah. Like, there's a couple of. Uh, defensive centers um in the restricted uh free agency um but yeah there's not a whole like i i've actually like kind of made a list of like free agent targets that i think will work is that a question uh that someone's asked because i feel like that was something someone brought up um if not then i'll just go off but uh so so unrestricted free agents that make sense for us uh kyle lowry is not a terrible idea um Rashawn Holmes is definitely where, like, someone I would love for us to target. The Holy uh, Grail. Uh, so, two player option guys that I thought would be really interesting if they opt out because they both of their player options are pretty, uh, like, like they could definitely get more money if they were looking to explore free agency since this free agency class isn't that big. Um, Spencer Dinwiddie, I think, would be really fun. I think that's a guy that can create his own shot. He's a guy that tries to run defense, like. I like him a whole lot. Like, I think if he just is tired of just being a fifth or sixth option on a Nets team, like maybe that if he wants a change of scenery, I think that would be cool. Uh, and kind of the same thing with Norman Powell. Um, he would kind of fill sort of a similar role. Um, those are two guys that I saw in the uh, – that if they decide to opt out, that might be interesting. This is former All-Star Spencer Dinwiddie we're talking about here. That's right. Is he an All-Star? Was he an All-Star? He was. I don't remember this. What year was this in? Like he, was weren't that... he and D'Angelo Russell All-Stars? Yes. Oh, was that year? Oh, yeah. oh, oh. Yeah. That was only like two years ago. Damn, I don't remember <laughs> this, dude. Holy shit. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Pretty sure. Like 2019, Pretty sure. 2019 playoffs, yeah. And I think there, is some, there are some rumors of him like opting out. You know, I think he... Who wants to test the waters, which I don't blame him. You know, a bigger role. He'd have a huge role in Dallas. He would have. Yeah. A, it, it just looking at our roster composition at this point, 
I mean, we we tried the all right, let's load up on wings. We're gonna get Lucas some defensive help and we're just gonna stop everybody. No, we just trade everybody. I guess that, that's that's the that's like the uh, the front office deity voice. Like that's not anyone in particular, by the way. That's just like just in general. The the front office talking as like a <laughs> as a collective just, hive just, mind. Just so we know. But yeah. we're getting all the wings now. That that's I don't know. <laughs> that's me anytime I, I, I walk into a blockers. Yeah, yeah, exactly. In that voice, it's weird. It's like he gets possessed. I want to get all the way on all the wings. Um, it changes every time I use it. Anyway, we just need the best player available at this point. Like, just get more talent. That that the, at a baseline, just get more talent. I don't care who it is. <laughs> we just need also, more talent. Also, y'all. If that's lying. Rashawn Holmes, if that's Kyle Lowry, if that's Spencer Dinwiddie. Uh, that isn't both all three of those players are massive upgrades over a lot of the guys we have right now so even if we have to outscore motherfuckers like we can't just build a defensive juggernaut in one offseason it's not gonna happen so we just need talent at this point can i hit you up with some restricted uh free agents that might be fun sure yes uh so the five that i came up with that i thought would be really fun contributors for us would be uh, and again, it's restricted, so we're either going to have to overpay them or the team is just going to not want to pay them. Um, so the, the one that's probably the furthest away from happening is John Collins, um, Lonzo Ball, Jared Allen, Devontae Graham, and Gary Trent Jr. were five that I thought could definitely help us out in one way or another. Yeah. Love Lonzo, yeah, Jared like Allen. And Jared Allen, yeah. Yeah, if we were to get if we were to get both of those, that would be a very fun defensive. Like that would just be so much length. Like I think collective wingspan might be bigger than a seven forty seven. <laughs> hey, so I just looked it up. You guys lied. Uh, Spencer Dinwiddie was never an all star. It wasn't. Oh, no. I thought uh, it was close. No, was he wasn't. He, he did. What, no, what, what? he won the skills challenge. Excuse me, skills <laughs> challenge winner Spencer Dinwiddie. <laughs> Put some fucking respect on his name, okay? <laughs> Oh my god! Okay, <laughs> you make me cry. The audacity, the <laughs> fucking audacity of you undercutting that achievement. God, that tells you how good a basketball player is. Is that if they can jack a half court shot and then throw a basketball into a trash can with a dark <laughs> look, shot. look, fuck your total points added. Fuck your PR. <laughs> fuck your shooting percentage. Have you won a skills competition? Mr. <laughs> Dinwiddie is the greatest guard in the NBA. Have fuck you- off. Have you thrown? Have you thrown a chest pass into a pitcher's target? <laughs> like, yeah, that's what I've thrown a chest pass through a hoop that hits a net that swishes into a dominoes that knocks them all over into launching an orange over to the other side of the court and triggering a catapult that makes a full court shot with another basketball and a bunch of pyrotechnics goes off. I don't know. <laughs> I think you just described like nine OK Go music videos. Yeah, bro. I was yeah, like, what? Basically. <laughs> Next question. Dinwiddie, the living okay go. Uh, none of this makes sense. Uh, let's go to the next question next before question. we yeah. before we go way off the rails again. Uh, let's see. Um, next question comes from, on them? Comes from no. Addison asks, uh, how do we go about balancing getting new potential talent, Holmes, Conley, Norman Powell, ooh, that's an interesting name, um, versus keeping our players, uh, Powell, or Dwight Powell, Richardson, Hardaway? Um that's a that's really a question for the front office if they're willing to you know up for the challenge <laughs> um 
yeah fuck them uh right now but <laughs> as of right now <laughs> that can change my my this changes every day for me i'm like ah fuck them nowadays i'm like i don't give a fuck so you know whatever <laughs> um but um i don't know man i just think like i feel like we almost need a total overhaul of this team around luca yeah you know um there are guys there are guys that can do stuff well you know but those guys should not be starting <laughs> like you know um like uh dorian finney smith as much as i love him uh he should probably be coming off the bench you know um i don't know i think i think, I think he could be he doesn't need if he's your third best player it's a problem but i think he fills out a starting he fills a starting role well i just feel more that it, you can't be relying on him for offensive production he should be able to hit his open shots which he does and like it's it sucks that we were relying on him you know yeah towards yeah. the end of that those ser- that series I, my thoughts are if dorian is your fifth best starter you're a top three team i think he stepped up that's just me though i don't know but anyway so i don't know how, how do you go about bouncing that i just think he's as like a front office you just have to like pick the players that make the most sense you know or like throw money at the guys who will help Luca out the most basically at this point. Um, again, I think this is the one off season where it's like the entire team could be different next year aside from Luca. And I'd be like, okay, you know, like let's see how this works. You know, um, I, I understand like their, their recent uh, wanting to like have continuity, which was not a thing um, post 2011 <laughs> with the Mavs. <laughs> it seemed like every year we had a different starting five. Um, but I think, was it? It's been like three years, basically three, almost two or three years since we kind of started that process. I think that's enough time for us to, to, to understand, hey, like what can these guys do versus what Luca needs, you know? So can I hit? Can I hit you with some trade targets that I would like for us to look at? Yes, more. Let's go. So three of them that I thought would be, well, I guess two could be in the same trade depending on what we're giving back. I don't know. I doubt they would do it, but I would love Malcolm Brogdon and or Miles Turner. I think if we Indiana's worked with us before, maybe we could maneuver some sort of deal where I, I, I don't know what that would do for them, but I, I would love to see either of those guys in a Mavericks uniform. Uh, third guy, CJ McCollum. In case Portland's just decides to blow shit up and we could somehow be a part of that, I would love to see. Like I know he's basically got the same injury history as KP, but you know stretches the floor, can make a shot, can create on his own if he needs to. Like If Luke is having an off night, I feel like CJ could pull through because that's basically the role he's been playing with dame like i think it makes sense i like it i like those again i think the the, the best part of the off season is like just all of the uh ideas that we can throw out there you know it always usually it usually exceeds expectations but so it's just nice to do for a couple months so you got anything to add squish no <laughs> all right all right um okay bibs bibs was very mad this morning and annoyed um, he wants us to name some players, actual free agents, that you would love to see take the ball out of Lucas' hands. Because you know, I think Spencer Dinwiddie, if he opts out, if he opts out. So I'm looking at, see, I'm looking at point guards, unrestricted because I don't want to deal with the rest of that shit. Um, I think Kyle Lowry. You know, I know he's going to command pre- a pretty big bag, but I still think he could come. He could kind of be like that. Not mentor, but like just another leader. You know, I don't think this team really has like a good leader on it at the moment. You know, like Luke is not there. He's twenty two. Like he should not be the guy like looking to lead a team 
um at least not like in the not at least not like you know in the locker room um i think uh lowry would be a good a good spot for that um i can't think of anyone else man really i do think if if uh let's see who has a player he's only has a player option is yeah especially Spencer Joe would be great um Chris Paul, if he decided, but again, that's a little, I think it's reaching. Um, I would love Chris Paul. <laughs> I've wanted that dude on this team for a while. So that's another one that I'd be like, yes, let's do that. Um, I is think, Cliff Paul available? Is Cliff Paul? I don't think, you know, uh, Cliff Paul can uh, can distribute oh, he's insurance got, he's, policies. He's got a team option. They're probably going to take it. Yeah, he's, you know, he distributes insurance policies. Um, I think Alonzo Ball, if he were to, if, if he, if they decide not to retain him, I think Lonzo Ball would be a great pick too, honestly. Like, and pretty realistic, you know, depending on like what, what um, what they want to do with that, basically, what New Orleans wants to do with that. So, I don't know. Who good else picks, would... huh? Said good picks. Yeah, you guys have anyone else like that? Guys would be looking to maybe even like Devonte Graham if you you know. But I think they're gonna give him that, give him a contract. I think Charlotte's gonna give him a contract though. If, if Charlotte's going to give Gordon Hayward that stupid contract, they're going to give it to Devontae Graham. Yeah. Like, Devontae deserves that fun contract, bro. That dude, that dude balled the fuck out. Oh, some Lonzo Ball. I don't know why. That's well, the, that's been the leaning, leaning for a while. Like, he'd just be such a good Maverick. Yeah. I just, like, I don't know, man. I just don't, I don't, I don't know what the Pelicans are thinking. The Pelicans are somehow, you know, worse situation than we are at the moment. <laughs> you know, despite having, like, two bigs that can really fucking play the ball and you know brandon ingram and uh and zion like i don't know what they're doing i don't know what they're thinking like going forward um that's also another situation that we need to look we probably need to like observe very closely like if i'm the front office like i am like i have my pulse on the pelicans like you know what they want versus what they need you know so what they need and stuff like that because I mean, they need Chris Epps for Zingas, and yeah. they should give us Brandon Ingram. Yeah, I mean, it just makes sense. Yeah. You know, I'm thinking Stephen Adams has a huge fucking contract that they're still stuck with. You think they would want to unload that for Porzingis? Mm. Like, this would be I'd be a detonation. I know. Like, I, I'm not saying that's a great trade, but like maybe if there's a way that we could get Lonzo and Stephen Adams for KP. Like, that solves kind of a defensive issue with us, or at the very least a rebounding issue. You got a great pick-and-roll guy, and, I mean, a guy that's definitely not going to complain about not getting enough shots up, you know. And then you've got Lonzo, who's, you know, a creator, a good, you know, passable perimeter, uh, perimeter uh, defender, and overall a smart player that sets up other players. I, I don't hate that idea. Yeah, I don't know, man. Like... Uh, again, this is a pivotal offseason for us, you know, for this front office. So we'll see what happens. Um, next question comes from Redacted. Um, first question, how? Whatever way we can. <laughs> Squish, I hate you. <laughs> don't I hate ever, you too. Don't ever ask me another question ever again, please. <laughs> you can't fucking stop me, so. <laughs> Fuck you. Anyway, um. You don't even give yourself easy questions. That's the more baffling part of it. <laughs> I hate y'all. Anyway, let's see. I feel like someone asked a question under his question, though, which I think I didn't go. Let me go pull that out from, from the crevices of our Twitter. Uh, let's see. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, another question was, uh, 
Juan asked uh, why. God damn it. <laughs> and no, I'm not answering that. Because you gotta. I gotta. Yeah. Let's see. Uh, next question comes from uh, Luis. Luis asks, uh, "Were Donnie's comments overblown?" Yeah, because I think I think all general managers. I mean, like to- talking to general ma- or managers publicly, none of them are going to tell you what their actual plans are. You know, they're going to talk about how great their current players are because they know that they can't afford to piss them off because then that we won't get any production from them and then we'll have to trade them at their lowest value. So it makes perfect sense that he's talking about KP in the highest light because it makes no sense for him to be like, yeah, he really played like dog shit. We really hope somebody trades us something good for him. Like there's no way a general manager's going to just completely break kayfabe and, uh, and, and tell you an actual honest answer. You know, there's some that are going to give it away with some body language of like, you know, being really exasperated and just feeling like just super down and just like, uh, it's kind of hopeless kind of feel to it. But like, I, I don't know. I also like, I just don't have the hatred for the front office that Mavs Twitter does. I mean, uh, I think there's some elements that we are dealing with a geography uh, disadvantage because as cool as Dallas has become. And like every time I visit Dallas, I find it more, uh, it's got more character to it than it did when I left 10 years ago to go to Austin. Um, it's not a destination and it's not, it's not a, it's not a place players want to hang around yet. I mean, maybe other cool stuff starts happening. Maybe some sort of, uh, cultural thing happens in Dallas, but like, ultimately, if it's going to be a decision between New York, Miami, Dallas, and someplace in California with the beach, it's like Dallas is just at a disadvantage there. Um, as far as just networking goes now, granted, like, we're not a small market. So a guy going to Dallas doesn't make his value go away in that respect. But I don't understand like the, I I feel like Donnie has done a, I think a pretty awesome job considering we had what a three year stint or or, God, it was like about a three year turnaround between like Dirk really falling off the planet and him getting hurt. Like, like even his, some of his twilight years were like 20 plus points a game and like a really productive you know, NBA starter. Like we didn't have like a team that was just absolutely awful aside from like, I don't know, maybe, maybe the Harrison Barnes DSJ team ultimately, you know, like that, that's, I'm trying to think of like, what was the real downfall of the Maverick? You know what I mean? Like we've, we've had some mediocre teams, but not like embarrassing teams. And I think that's, that's there's something to be said about that. Like ask Cleveland how much they don't want to be an embarrassing team anymore. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Sorry, I just te- no. I just teed off on that one. I want no, 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 no. It's good. Though. No, it's good. No, it's good. Uh, no, I, you know, I definitely think you have some points, but I do think I do. I wonder, like, is it like a contractual obligation for Donnie to go and talk to the media, like immediately after you know uh, we get we get knocked out of the playoffs? Like, I feel like. If I if I were in charge of like you know doing the interviews and stuff like that, I'd wait like at least like a week, <laughs> you know, like like let the sting like settle a little bit, you know, and then talk about it, um, you know. And of course, like you know, everybody I think at this point knows that Donnie has a very specific. He has a very specific, um, like just like a, a script he goes by, you know, when it comes to talking about these things, like. He's going to obviously be like, oh, you know, we're excited the offseason, like, blah, blah, like, it's time for some, you know, make some moves, blah, 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 blah. But, again, like, you can't show your 
your your hand. You know, you can't do that. You know, because then the entire world knows your fucking thing, and Twitter things spread very quickly. Like you know, on the internet, um, yeah, you can see something in one minute, and like two minutes later, like it's already on like ESPN. You know, <laughs> um, so I don't know. I think they were overblown. I think that you know, I think just we as fans, like yeah, we can mock them and be like, haha, like you're such an idiot, blah blah. But at the end of the day, it's like, hey, man, like, what else is he supposed to do? Like, and I don't, again, I don't know what the contractual obligations are. Like, maybe he has to go out there and talk about it immediately after. Or, you know, maybe he should, if he's doing it on his own, I think that's dumb, personally. Because, you know, I'd like to talk to the media today. I think that'd be great. Yeah. You know, like, like, you know, because everybody's knows, you know, exactly everybody's, everybody's asked about KP. Everybody's going to ask about, like, you know, the roster construction. Um, I mean, there was like a very, that, there was that very weird, um comment that he made about you know luca like needing to share the ball more and it's like to, to interject i think a lot of things were overblown but the luca comments yeah. timing wise and context wise i saw a lot made of like you know uh, it may not have mean, meant what he what he was saying but it did yeah yeah. There's nothing else it can possibly mean, and that it after the dude just dropped forty five and fourteen to make points about inclusion and getting teammates involved and shit. I'm like, dude, no one is trying to hear that right now. Are you fucking serious? I wonder if that was just like a comment that like you know that they like the front office and like just, in, in total like decided fr- to make. I don't know. I don't just know the either. phrasing of that was it was so real, dog it was shit. weird. It was it weird. Was rough. That's kind of like something you would say if you're trying to get fired. Like, you know, like, <laughs> like, I don't know, dude. Like that. that I'm is, sick of this. <laughs> that's like the one comment where I was like, fuck, dude. Like, like, this looks really bad. And I'm sure Luca doesn't care. I'm sure like, I'm almost sure like they like probably like tell Luca everything they're going to tell the, you know, the media anyway, because he is the fucking franchise. Well, and maybe, maybe. And Luca's like, I don't give a fuck. Like, you know, Luca like, said something about, they asked him about KP and he's like, I think he's a great player. We just need to use him more. That's it. So yeah. maybe there was like a, a mutual... he, he's probably in the brain trust like Dirk has, was like, he hey, we're going to talk about how we need to use KP more yeah. so he feels better and, you know, uh, who kn- I, I don't fucking know, yeah. but I don't know, dude. maybe there's some truth to that. Maybe was Luca, is Luca in on the joke? <laughs> I don't know, dude. It's a terrible joke, though. <laughs> but, uh, Bad joke. Unless you mean the front office, that is a joke at the moment. But <laughs> let's see. Um, next two, two straight playoff appearances in a loaded West. What a crock of shit. <laughs> well, that's that, you know. so, no, I'm sorry. Let's like this whole championship, but like, yes, two playoff losses suck, but it's like, you know who else like cut bust out of the first round of the playoffs, the Portland trailblazers this year. Like there's a lot of, t- the Lakers went out in the first round this year. Like there's, I don't know. I think the goalpost for what makes a successful team. I'm like, you know what? We've made the playoffs in the West and we lost in, uh, was it five? Was it six or five games? Six uh, last year, seven this. Six year. last year, seven the other. Facing, you know, what is the king of parody, the king of absolute, just like just nightmares of any team with any championship aspirations. Kawhi Leonard, I'm I'm okay with it. You know, like right. I I'm really I. <laughs> this isn't like this huge disappointing uh, thing. I think like we're still on track. Like there's no part of me where we're just like oh really gone off the rails we're really not on any projections like yeah i mean of course i want us to be better i want us to win championships it's like i, I don't know which team is doing better than us it's like like phoenix maybe but like they landed a hall of fame point guard and sure enough it changed a lot of their trajectory <laughs> i don't know i don't know no i get your point the, the, i yeah. got it yeah. 
Yeah, and I don't think the I don't think the season was a failure by any means. I just think this <laughs> no, is very much a, a put up or shut up off season just because we have been hearing for years, oh buckle up, all right, we're gonna do some shit. And and it's a weird thing where like we'll have off seasons like this, but then you swing a Porzingis trade out of fucking nowhere. Yeah. Right. Or you draft yeah. Luca. So it's weird. It's just like it's not a love hate, it's just like it's I know weird, you're yeah. capable of of. I just wish it was more consistent and and it, it is hard to like I don't know. I'm I'm not in the camp of the season was a failure, but it's hard to justify uh, an off season without any splashy moves in a season in which you blew a two zero lead in the playoff series and had game six at home to ice it. You know they they've got to get some talent. That's kind of all I want. But it, yeah, I'm not in like a, oh damn this front office is terrible. But it's like let's not dog the best player for things yeah, that uh yeah, were not his fault yeah. i think that's like the one thing i'm like yeah bro hold on <laughs> but all right let's see uh next question i don't know i kind of would love like a, a gm just be like you know if you really started pulling his weight around here luca might be pretty good <laughs> it was, yeah tongue-in-cheek oh, like thing oh, yeah, yeah. yeah that'd be yeah uh, let's see uh next question comes from uh Silvige. uh they ask uh with kp back at at least 85 percent of bubble kp and lowry are we a, a western conference finals team not with these role players. Yeah, I think you get to upgrade the rest of the roster. You need, you need you need one or two significant upgrades to. I think we're a second round, second round team. You know. Yeah, yeah, it would be a second round team if KP were right. Yeah, but yeah, we're eighty-five percent. Yeah. Uh, what do you guys think? Or you already said. I was chiming in at the same time, like a rude boy. <laughs> I think you rude boys answered it correctly. Good All job. Right, thank you. All right, let's see. Next question comes from Ali. Uh, she asks, uh, other than Dirk, who was your favorite player from the 2011 championship roster? Oh, man, my answer. Uh, it's, I have a tie between Jason Terry just because, like, the fact he got that tattoo before, like, just the audacity of that is fucking crazy. <laughs> I think that. I think him or um, Deshaun Stevenson just for being a fucking badass, like, the entire finals run. <laughs> so going with tyson just because nothing got me out of my seat like tyson chandler defense or finishing lobs like and it was the first time in my lifetime i've seen us with a real center (laughs) (laughs) i'm gonna second squish there i think uh tyson chandler being an absolute axe murderer with his way he played uh defense is my absolute favorite so yeah we'll, 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 we'll go with tyson there awesome let's see uh next question comes from mark um Kevin? No, no. Mark Tennant. He was a big fan of the podcast. <laughs> Let's see. Next question comes from Mark. Uh, this 4-1 streak by the Wings has been awesome. Is this a sign that we might slowly be coming a contender in the league? Um, so, guys, you don't know. Uh, we were on a uh, – we started off the, started off the year kind of rough. Uh, we lost a couple of games. We lost quite a bit of games. Um, recently, we, wanted, we went on a uh, – on a road trip, uh, I think I think it was a five-game road trip. We went four and one, which is fucking crazy. Um, yes, uh, I don't know if it makes us a contender. I think I think we're one. I think this team was super young, like super super young. Um, it's mo- like it seems like it's mostly like you know fresh, uh, not freshmen, shit, rookies, second years, and a couple of third-year players. Um, I feel like the Wings need one like real veteran presence on this team to kind of get over that hump. Um, whether that happens like during a trade or in the off season, you know, time will tell. Um, but these are good signs that the team is going to start uh, 
killing it. Um, Arike has been crazy. Sachi Sabli has been, you know, been great in a role since she got back from international duty. So, um, yeah, it's been good. So, thank you for the question, man. All right, next question comes from V. Um, is Squish okay with Mar- with Mavrello calling him Squishy? Wait, Mavrello has has a pet name for you already? Yes. Well, and I had him with. Uh, I refer to him as Mavrelli. Yes. It's, it's a mutual. It's a mutual, yeah. Pet names. We're we're cute AF, as the <laughs> Fortnite kids say. Um, <laughs> hashtag besties. Dab dab. Um, yeah, floss, check. floss, you know. <laughs> floss Gundam style, floss Gundam, Twizzlers, Gundam Wing, Twizzler, uh, Reese Pieces, you know, yeah. like you know, yeah, sheesh, sheesh, yes, very good. <laughs> Hashtag <Me>. sheesh. <laughs> God damn it. So, are you Never okay with that? Over. I'm fine with it. Yeah, I mean, clearly, according, according to all, according to all the young things that he just said, he just quoted. <laughs> Pizza, no homework, <laughs> skateboards. I love it. I see. Next question comes from uh, <laughs> his name is Dorian G- Donny Gunny Smith. <laughs> That's so funny. Anyway, um, you can build a starting squad with any former match player, but their skill level is at what it was while they were here. Who is your team? I, I actually I did a bit of research. Well, or not. I I actually wrote this down. I think. Jason Kidd, the first time he was here. Okay. Um, so, so five, Jason Kidd. Michael Finley, Rolando Blackman, Dirk, and then Mark Aguirre. Oh, no, Luca? Wow. Yeah. Holy shit. Oh, oh <laughs> God, now no, you have to say it. I, was, I don't know. Like, Luca's not a Hall of Famer yet. Yeah, you know? He is a Hall of Famer, just not in NBA terms. He's... <laughs> yet. Oh, man. This is hard, I guess. Dude. I guess, yeah. I, okay, like, if we were to put luca in that in that i i take out blackman or finley one of the two man i don't know who the fuck my team would be uh let's see luca's always got to be in there i do think like early jason jason kid no no i'd put luca steve nash when he was here mm-hmm. um fuck dude mark aguirre maybe fuck yeah i'd put, probably put mark aguirre Dirk, obviously like 20 like like uh MVP Dirk on this team. Sure. And uh man, give me Tyson, dude. As like the five. I think like that team would be fucking stupid. <laughs> not da- not Dallin Barrett? No, not Dallin Barrett. No. 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 Not not Pizza Hands Dallin Barrett. No. <laughs> not <dude>. <laughs> <laughs> what do you got, Squish? It's rolling my faves out, dude. Nash, Luca, Finley, Dirk, and Tyson. Nice. Love it. Let's have some fun. Uh, have you some- and that's that is like late nineties Finley. Too. Late nineties late nineties Finley was, was fierce. Oh, God. Oh, the dude that, atta- attacked the rim like it <laughs> cheated on him. It's awesome. <laughs> Let's see, uh, next question comes from a temporary jazz fan. Um can you please retweet my recent? Yes, I did retweet it. Um for those of you guys who don't know, this guy, I think he's trying I think his name actually was a Harrison, I think, on Twitter. He is trying to get a uh I think it's a, a, a a Luca jersey from one of those, you know, one of those um, Twitter accounts that gives out jerseys. Uh, mm-hmm. I think he has to get, I think he has to get 300 retweets, and I think mm-hmm. he's at like 90 right now, and he has like two more days to do it. So, if you guys are gonna want to go find that, uh, retweet that, it'd be cool because I like seeing guys win. So, you know, 
I like seeing guys get stuff. So let's see. Uh, next question comes from um, friend of the pod. Uh, he was on, I think, for one of the one of the the reaction episodes. Um, John uh, from uh, from up from uh, from the Northeast asks, uh, realistically, what are the mo- okay? So we can answer that one. Uh, you know, what are the moves we need to make the, the better roster whole? Get get better as a whole, and also um, is cereal soup. <laughs> I guess it'd be technically a gazpacho since it's cold. What the fuck is a gazpacho, dude? Cold soup? Nah. What the fuck? How do you spell that? G-A-Z-P-A-C-H-O? It's gazpacho. Let me see. Is it really? Yeah. It's like... it's like. Uh, oh, it I think is? It's... What the fuck? Yeah. That's weird. Yeah, dude. I don't know. I'm a culinary genius. Yeah, it's not good. There's no... <laughs> Uh, cold soup is 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 awful. Everyone's just like, well, in the in the hot summer months, what you would like is a a watermelon mint soup. I'm like, that's just that's gross. No, nah, man, that's just a crappy smoothie with a spoon. No, Stop it. No. Uh, melted ice cream. Yeah. I don't I don't consider cereal I don't consider cereal soup because you can have cereal without the milk. So no. That's true. Yeah. It's not like you can just get a bunch of like. <laughs> I don't know. Like, just have a bunch of broccoli with cheese on it, but it's not in soup form. Just call that just that. That wouldn't be soup. That would just be broccoli with cheese. But <laughs> if it's enough cheese in order for it to be a soup, <laughs> soup yeah, yeah. There's 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 got to be like some sort of like apex of of cheese and broccoli mixture that makes it a soup. Yeah. And then he asked, you know, what moves do we need to make? I think what we really need is a secondary ball handler and a fucking center. Like, you know, I, yeah, uh, some sort of offensive creator, I think, is uh, I think is an obtainable need. Yeah, I think those two are the two we need. Uh, do you guys need to add squish? I mean, you've already said what I would have said, so right. no, let's see. Um, nailed it. Boys. All right, let's see. Dalton Richardson, the Texas Waffle, asks, it's um, Nice, Texas Waffle. I'm gonna get down, bro. Right, let's see. Um, the Texas Waffle. How about y'all get on locker room and do a live Q and A type thing? We could, we could probably do that. Soon. We probably yeah. could. We probably could. How I about think... you join us? Yeah, please yeah. join us on there. Uh, yep. uh, I think that'd be cool to do. The only thing is, like, I just hate talking in public, which is why, like, the one time I think me and Don did it, Don was on it too, and I was like, thank God, <laughs> like he, <laughs> he's on there to, you know, because I hate public speaking in, in all types and forms. Um, uh, I will say that, and also I think. I know our schedules are kind of like out of whack. Like I'm free all the time right now because I'm on summer break. But you know, once my baby's here and once you know school starts back again, I'm gonna be fucking busy again. So at least like during the daytime. Um, but yeah, I think that'd be a good thing to do over the summer. You know, over, yeah, uh, off season Q and A. We'll have ourselves a little uh, podcast swim party. Yeah, might as well, right? Um, okay, second question he has is, uh, which package for KP would y'all rather have? Kemba swap, Golden State stuff. Beal deal, you know that stuff. So, uh, Beale, first and Beale. foremost, you go ahead. Okay, I'm saying uh, any scenario that involves Kemba Walker. If you guys on Twitter that get mad at KP or think you get mad at KP, you'll be furious at Kemba Walker. So let's yeah. not go there. Go on, Don. <laughs> Kim. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm. I wholeheartedly second that. Uh, that is, yeah. I, I Kemba does not solve what we need. Like I just. Man, that guy can't stay healthy. It's 
pretty clear why Charlotte didn't re-sign him, and Boston's kind of exchanged one hurt former all-star to another hurt former all-star yeah. like they're in a tough spot and i don't want to help them with giving them porzingis uh also uh i mean beal deal would be probably number one golden state stuff is interesting though um it's kind of like the mystery box whatever you're, you're like okay do you get a brand new car or what the mystery box uh i think golden state stuff would be fun it would probably involve wiseman or something um you know, or or the current pick, which could be really interesting, but I don't think they would trade KP for that. That doesn't make a lot of sense. But send Wiggins. Uh, I've heard Wiggins tossed around a bit. Uh, well, yeah, well, Wiggins been tossed around his whole career, so uh, it would be <laughs> he had a good season though. <laughs> he had a good season. He is. He was he on had the a best better season than Porzingis did. That's true. He was also on the best team he's ever been on. In like, I uh, I don't know. That's a, a Golden State team. With a mostly healthy Curry still not making the playoffs is still one that's just like, you know, Wiggins didn't get them over that hump. I don't know if that helps us any more than because it was just Curry and Wiggins. Wiseman yeah. got hurt, yeah. and the rest right. of that team is bad. And Draymond can't score anymore. Wow. I don't know. I watched a lot of Warriors basketball for some reason. Yeah, why? Why'd you do that? Oh, obviously stuff. they were fun. Obviously stuff. Yeah. <laughs> They were a fun team to watch, but and I think my favorite scenario is the event that the Wizards decide to blow it up and free Bradley because it's the right thing to do. And I've made this point privately before, but I think what better tank drivers that also give you some box office appeal than a pairing of KP and Westbrook? (laughs) (laughs) Or just the chance that KP bounces. I don't know. Like if the Mavericks decide, you know what? We're both both sides of this KP thing are ready to move on. Bradley Beal doesn't want to suffer anymore. Fresh starts for everyone. Fuck it. I don't know. <laughs> um, out of those, dude, I wanted. I would prefer. I would prefer, out of all of those. Uh, again, like the Golden, the Golden State stuff. Like it, it's, it is like a mystery box, man. You don't know what the hell you're gonna get. Like Street. you know. Which I don't like mystery boxes in general, like in life. Like I want to know what the fuck I'm getting. So you one of those that didn't trust like the question mark dum dums or whatever. No, I'd hated those things, dude. (laughs) (laughs) Or like the or or like you. Oh, I got toothpaste again. Mystery fruit roll up. Or like the or like the the birdies box of uh birdies box of uh jelly beans. Yeah, it's like you either get lemon lime or snot or something. I can do that shit. So uh. Out of all those, bro, I would, I would rather have the Beal. I'm in lime or ashes. <laughs> <laughs> I want, I want the Beal trade to happen so bad, dude. I want to wake up one day and just see that, and then just like have a fucking party, <laughs> like, oh, yeah, that'd be great. That's, that's my dream. But uh, yeah, okay. I don't know. I don't know if a Wizards fan base can handle both Davis Bertans and Kristaps Porzingis on the same. <laughs> On the same, like both of them are just opposite sides of the half court hash, just jacking threes. Be perfect because it's it's just just cocaine ball. Like yeah, dude, it's crazy. KP and Bertans and just giving Westbrook all of the space in the world to just yeah. missile into the defense and do something crazy. It would set the record for the tallest lineup to get so few rebounds, like because there's just all the way up. No, we camp out of the three point line. Goddamn. That'd be so funny, though. <laughs> Two world's tallest sharpshooters. That don't really sharpshoot. <laughs> but... Yeah. Two of the dullest sharpshooters in the game. Dull um, shooters. Dull shooters. Oh, man. Okay. Shooters. 
Uh, we have one more question today. Uh, this question comes from uh, Sneed. Uh, he asks, uh, favorite flavor wings? So. Ooh, you know, my my go-to, uh, Pluckers has a dry rub. That's a, their spicy ranch dry rub that I absolutely love. It's like basically like, it, it's like almost uh, like a Dorito. It's so great. <laughs> I, can't, I can't help it. It's, it is definitely one of the like, this is one of the most American things I can think of is basically a Dorito flavored wing. But God, I love it. Have you have you seen that meme where it's like uh, this one chip would have you like tweaking for hours? It's <laughs> yeah, like, right. like a very like very, uh, very flavored uh, Doritos chip. And I'm like, yeah. Um, listen it's the only flavor of doritos that tells you explicitly how cool it is it's not just ranch flavor no dude this ranch chilled out man this is a cool ranch let's see Ranch is so cool this ranch is pretty this this ranch is doesn't crack under pressure man it's a cool ranch it's like a luke on game seven you know just does what it needs to do luke cool ranch (laughs) oh no Cool, cool Ranch Luca. Cool Ranch cool, Luca. Cool Ranch Luca. <laughs> this is a sponsor. There, there, there's the podcast title right there. Luca would get sponsored by Doritos chips. And that, that that's the. Pod- I think the only the thing that would be the only thing that would be more fitting is that if he was like if he was, yeah, a I a spot i either a sponsored by Fortnite or b just like sponsored by Doritos and Code Red. Uh, Mountain uh, Dew, yeah. like oh, <laughs> just go full gamer, like that, and like I don't know, Alienware or some shit. Like, <laughs> step see. back, Baja Blast Mountain Dew. <laughs> <laughs> well, didn't didn't, didn't didn't Mountain Dew have like that four point line, like during the uh, during the three point contest? Like, they yes, sponsored. that's what I'm saying, bro. It's all, it all it all makes sense, all of it together. <laughs> like, let's Duka do it. The Luka Doncic four Ma- point. Mountain Duka Doncic. Mountain Duka. Du- L- 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 yeah, Mountain Doncic. Mountain, Mountain Duka. Just doesn't <laughs> Mountain Duka. So <laughs> Mountain Duka does not sound like a big pile of shit. Luka. Luka. Luka that's, you... that's Mountain Dukey. Like, don't, <laughs> don't, don't get those mixed up. Okay. Luca, Luca, if, if you need sponsorship ideas, we got that's you. That's a hiking. That's a hiking trip activity. <laughs> Back to the question, though. Uh, Sneed, uh, my favorite, my favorite wing flavor is uh, ones that can defend and play three. I mean, can can shoot three ball. Uh, no, um, I would say that my favorite favorite wing would. Probably I see be, what you did. Yeah. chop you in the neck. <laughs> I really like Hawaiian barbecue, dude. Like. It's just like my jam. I love that flavor. So I get that all the time. Squish, you got one? I don't really have one. I honestly don't eat wings often enough to like, <laughs> I, I, it's a, it, I don't know. I should go get wings and then whatever one I pick from that wing it trip that, that's forever. will be my answer. <laughs> it's my favorite for life. <laughs> and those are all the questions, guys. So. Dude. Guys, it's been awesome. Uh, thank you, everybody that sent us questions. We greatly appreciate you, Matt's Twitter. Y'all are uh, some of our closest internet friends, which means that we're fairly distant. So thank you for respecting that space. Uh, we greatly are we're happy to be here at least, you know, once a week discussing the offseason. Um, we'll be trying to think of some fun ways of, uh, you know, bringing some listeners on and, uh, you know, keeping it fresh rather than just talking about the same three trades that we want to happen than them not happening and then us being upset that the offseason was a failure. 
Uh, that being said, uh, who are not failures, my co-hosts. You can follow them at Squish41 and at Reddit Mavericks. And you can follow me at Don underscore Denim. You can check out all of our articles and stuff at MFFLs.com. Um, we have awesome write-ups on there, too. We'll be updating that fairly frequently as well. Uh, and, yeah, so this has been the Hoops and Hefeweizens podcast. One thing. Wait. If you're a real one, uh, go to Don's Twitter page and check him out on uh, NPR's website. Yes. Oh, Tiny Death yes. submission. Oh, um, guys. Yeah. Uh, so I, cool. I, for some of y'all that don't know, I play with a, an awesome Austin artist named Jake Lloyd. Shout out, Jake. Um, we actually just had some pretty big news. We're an official Black Fret artist, which is a nonprofit in Austin that helps get grant money to musicians, uh, local musicians specifically. So we're we've been nominated as an official Black Fret artist, which is awesome. That's going to be some really good opportunities for us. But we also submitted a Tiny Desk concert submission to NPR, and we were actually featured on their website. So uh, if you guys get a chance, uh, check us out. Uh, yeah, look up NPR, Jake Lloyd. You should be able to find it okay. Uh, but they're, it's they're actually all over social media too, and I've yeah. seen them live. Very good. Thank you so I, much. I appreciate that. I still need yeah. to see them, but yes. Who? Uh, so th- thank you guys so much. I greatly appreciate y'all. Um, but yeah, this has been the Hoops and Half of Eisen's podcast. Have a great rest of your week. Later, guys. Bye.